everybody's doing well. I hope you are having a good day, a good evening, a good month, a good year. Um, today, um, I wanted to talk about navigating emotions. Also, quick side note, I think I'm going to do every two weeks on Fridays now for the episode instead of Thursdays because, I don't know, the Thursday isn't resonating with me, it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel like the move, so we're going to try Fridays, we'll see if that's what I energetically connect with, and, (laughs) uh, just kidding, we'll see, we'll see, but for now I'm going to try for Fridays, but um, today, like I said, I wanted to navigate No, I wanted to talk about navigating emotions. So what are emotions? According to Google, emotions are, I mean, they had two definitions. Number one was a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationships with others. Their second definition was instinctive or intuitive feeling as distinguished from reasoning or knowledge. So one of them is more about, you know, where you are in the moment and who you're with and, you know, how that goes hand in hand, while the other one is kind of just about a feeling. Um, And when I was researching on emotions, um, I realized how much of a nuanced topic it really is. I mean, of course, I understand that emotions are a very complex idea that philosophers often disagree on, um, so that's not something I'm hoping to, <laughs> to um, what am I trying to say, dissect today. Um, I'm not coming at you with a whole talk on emotions themselves, but more about how we can deal with them day to day, because I, and I read this quote from a Stanford article from their Encyclopedia of Philosophy on Emotion, and they said it really well. They said, and I quote, no aspect of our mental life is more important to the quality and meaning of our existence than the emotions. They are what make life worth living and sometimes worth ending. I thought this was fantastically said. Because in my opinion, our lives are essentially governed by our emotions and the light in which we see the world. You know, we all wish to look at the world through rose-colored glasses is one of the popular phrases. But, you know, during our lives, we all experience a multitude of emotions, uh, you know, most of which having subcategories and unexpected overlapping. But we do experience a lot of emotions going through life, and you're going to have... Um, a lot of times when you're like, I don't know how I'm feeling, like, I don't know what's going on, and you might feel stressed or anxious and things like that, and it can be tough to, you know, try to get through that. So I wanted to talk about some tools today. But first, let's start with a few of our basic universal emotions. And these are just a few. I think there's hundreds of emotions, you just can't name them all. And they're so nuanced and, you know, intertwined at times. But here are some of the basics that I jotted down today. 
So, you know, some positives, we have happiness, that's the big umbrella. But within happiness, you can have joy, you can have excitement, satisfaction, contentment, pleasure. And then you move into the neutrals where you can have, you know, anticipation, which isn't always good, but isn't always bad. You can have surprise, that's sometimes good, sometimes bad, or shock even. Um, But sometimes we do experience those negative emotions, such as fear, anticipation, disgust, anger, frustration, hopelessness. And something that I wanted to shed light on is our emotions not only affect us, but they do also affect those around us. And, you know, we've all heard phrases like, you know, the vibe was good or, you know, the vibe was kind of off. The energy that you give off tends to return to you. And, you know, what if you're having, you know, when you're having a really good day, you're going out into the world, you're giving off good energy, people are going to smile back at you, you might say hello, you might say goodbye, people, you know, reflect that to you. You know, a little thank you to the bus driver in the morning, you know, that's a little a little bright spot in his day too, or her day, whatever, their day. Um, but, you know, the energy that you give off will give will come back to you. But what if you're having a bad day? You know, you'll be giving off negative energy, negative vibes. You don't want that coming back to you. And so a couple tools that I have found that are huge are communication, as well as doing some grounding steps. So when I say communication, you know, that looks differently depending on which emotion we're talking about. But sharing how you're feeling can be tremendously helpful in whatever avenue of life, whatever emotion you're feeling. I truly believe communication is key in all aspects of your life. And, you know, this week, I've got to be honest with you, there have been a lot of tensions in my household. I live with three roommates and, you know, when one of them is in a bad mood, I've noticed that they may end up acting rude to another roommate and, you know, that cycle just keeps going and going and going and, you know, just like dominoes. And I feel like I've found myself a little bit removed and I've been able to observe the way that, you know, these cascades tend to begin and, um, you know, follow through. And I think that the issue is at the start and how um, the emotion is processed from the beginning. Because if somebody has a long day and, you know, everybody else is having fun vibing in the house, Um, And maybe we're trying to include that person or, you know, we want to chat or do something, but ooh, they're in a bad mood. You know, I'm able to understand if maybe the um, that person's not having a good day. Maybe I'll just back off. But, you know, sometimes that doesn't communicate to all, uh, which is something that I've noticed recently. Um, And sometimes you need to be a little bit clearer, but the way in which you communicate that does have weight. Um, But something that I think is really important is number one, communication, but two, setting boundaries. You know, if you're on that other side and you come home from a long day and um, you just don't want to be talking to people, you can set that boundary, but, you know, try to do it in a way that's 
kind and patient, you know, with others as to not trigger a bad mood in another person. You know, you don't want to be the cause of someone's distress or anger. Um, But then there's also some grounding steps you can take. Um, Emotions often yield physical reactions. They're very frequently, if not always, intertwined, depending on the emotion you can feel, um, you know, some shortness of breath, you can feel your heart racing, you can feel yourself sweating, and I'll dive deeper into this when I um, elaborate on two other emotions. Um, But, you know, sometimes taking care of those physical reactions will indirectly help you deal with the emotional reaction. So one of the emotions I wanted to take a deeper look at was anger, which I feel like has been circulating the air in my apartment. (laughs) But there's two types of anger that I discovered when I was looking into this. There's constructive anger and then there's destructive anger. Constructive anger would be a situation in which you would apply the two, you know, tools I just explained, communicating your feelings in a respectful manner, you know, and that entails not putting other people down or saying mean things out of spite. You know, it would include thinking before speaking, taking pauses, calming down. And, you know, there would also be rationalizing the situation, try to find a solution, whether it's short term to get out of, you know, your fight or flight response physically or a long term um, solution if, you know, that fight or flight period has passed. But then there's also destructive anger, which is communicating in extreme ways, you know, communicating with little regard, little to no regard for other people's Um, feelings and opinions, you know, without giving each other an opportunity to express yourself, express your thoughts, or, you know, being unwilling to hear the other side, you know, ignoring or refusing to speak to the other individual. In some ways, I would call this type of anger quite selfish. You know, you're not thinking about the other person. You're only concerned about how you feel. And I do think selfishness is essential in some parts of life and in protecting your own state of mind and protecting your peace. But I do think that there are some, you know, unspoken lines or is that what I mean to say? You know, there's limits to everything in life and selfishness, while it is good and necessary, um, in order to find a solution, you need to reach a compromise and you can't do so without hearing out the other side, hearing what their concerns are. You know, you need to find some way for everybody to be happy and peaceful. Um, But when you have, um, when you're in this destructive anger, you know, you're also allowing for the physical symptoms to progress and become exacerbated, such as like a higher blood pressure. But, you know, try to lean towards constructive anger when you find yourself in this state. You know, try to find ways to calm your physical symptoms down so that you can allow for rationale to come into the picture. 
So, for example, with your higher blood pressure, like heightened heart rate, breathing exercises can be huge. You know, take one breath in, hold one breath out, you know, just it's a really quick Google search. I don't know all the exercises, but I personally have found that taking deep breaths can be huge, you know, and I recently learned that in childcare, not childcare, uh, what am I trying to say? Birth? Health? Hmm. During birth, pregnancy, my God, the ADHD is a Roman. Um, okay, let me think about this. Right. When you are giving birth, they instruct you to use these breathing exercises. Sorry, I moved the mic for a second. Um, they urge you to use these exercises that you learn prior to giving birth. And apparently, the breathing and, you know, the rhythm of the breath, the depth of the breath, all of that helps relieve your pain response to the actual pushing of a child being out of one's vagina. (laughs) Um, The breathing can help. And think about if breathing has played such a role in something as extreme as giving birth to a human being you know, it will help with emotions such as anger and fear and things like this. And I really think it's a tool that not many people use. And it's something that you don't think to do in the moment. But if you just remember to take a deep breath, relax, slow down, it can be very helpful. But, you know, on the back burner of fear is, sorry, on the back burner of anger is sometimes fear. Fear, I believe, is one of the most complex emotions that humans go through. Um, Now, fear is a vital response in life. It's vital to life, you know, as well as, you know, pain receptors. All of that goes into core survival instincts. Um, Google has defined it as an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Now, there's a lot of physical reactions that come into play when afraid. And just to name a few within this fight or flight response, you'll possibly experience an accelerated heart rate, sweating, shortness of breath, you know, temperature fluctuations, hot and cold flashes, maybe dizziness, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, chest pains, choking, you know, the, the list goes on. Um... But what are some tools that we can use when we do feel afraid and, you know, not allow that to progress into another emotion such as anger? Because I do feel that it's very common for fear to bleed over into anger. And then before you know it, you're in, what is it called, destructive anger and, you know, it will bleed into your social life and affect the way that others view you and want to spend time with you and all that but um there's are tools that we can use when we feel afraid which um like i said before communicate our fears talk to your peers talk to a friend talk to a family member a therapist a teacher anybody um just vocalizing it 
can make them seem less scary. But, you know, if you're in that fight or flight response, you know, take care of the physical reactions before you try to tackle how to find a solution. I mean, this will depend on the urgency of the situation. You know, if you're having a break-in or something, maybe doing your breathing exercises, (laughs) one, two, three, like that may not apply. But, you know, when you get fear, maybe fear of failure, or, uh, you know, you have a test and it's midnight and you are not ready and, you know, you're in that fight or flight response, you're like on the bridge of having, you know, a panic attack or something like that, try to take um, control of that emotion by, you know, doing those breathing exercises or maybe even taking a hot shower or even a cold shower, which is in turn good for anger because it's been shown to lower your blood pressure. Um, But hot showers, the heat triggers the brain to release oxytocin, which is a hormone related to relaxation and um, anti-stress effects. So, you know, taking a hot shower, um, doing your breathing exercises, just doing um, things that you will find grounding and comforting. You know, it's important to learn what allows you to self-soothe self-soothe in those situations um so that it's just just a good tool to have under your belt just going through life but um how we deal with our emotions is crucial to the stability of not only our inner and mental world but also how we deal with our outer social world So I urge you to employ some of these tools next time you feel that your emotions are getting the best of you because, you know, as I've seen in this, in this house, you know, it's not, it's not easy. Um, But I think it's important to talk about, just talk to your peers, communicate how you're feeling. Don't feel afraid to lean on your support system. That's what they're there for. But yeah. I hope everybody had a nice day. Um, This is a little bit of a quicker episode again, (laughs) but um, I feel like these are good lengths. I'm enjoying it for now. We'll see how it goes. But everybody have a nice day, evening, week, rest of the year. (laughs) Goodbye.